Ahoy, and welcome to Yes, That Actually Happened, where we tackle some of history's weirdest moments and oddest endeavors. I like the pirate. I Thank like you. The pirate theme it is a th- pirate theme. We got to keep the pirate Wait, theme up. I'm wearing the hat. <laughs> Remember. There we go. Remember, listen to the end for our topic next week and how you can support the show. We are the hosts, Erin and Jay. Hi. Today, we are joined by our guest, Katie. Hello. Who will be learning about some local-based history from right here in Michigan. So, guys, what is your favorite part about learning history? Pirates. Men. (laughs) Handsome men. My favorite part about learning history? Um, patterns. Patterns? Yeah, you can see patterns and, like, you can... Oh, yeah. You have to know history to know the future. It's been a minute since I've been in the history class. I like history. Well, this is a fun history class. Okay. Well, today is a very special topic and we are celebrating pirates by donning on our pirate gear in honor of the pirates of the Great Lakes. So, we'll be focusing on three different pirates and how they affected the region along with a little bit of general pirate trivia. But first, we'll do a small overview of the Great Lakes in order to set the story. With that, let's get started. The Great Lakes are made up by five freshwater lakes known as Superior, Huron, Michigan, Ontario, and Erie. Fun fact number one, they make up 20% of the fresh water in the world. Look at us go. Oh, we're so cool. So environmentally friendly. <laughs> uh, lake Michigan is considered one of the most dangerous lakes for swimmers because of how the currents run. It actually has the most death and tragedy surrounding it. I feel like a lot of people don't swim in any of the other ones, though, so... I feel like, I feel like that's very that's... uplifting to know. Oh, well, okay, I well, think it's... It's setting the tone for stunted. pirates, okay? Because who goes yeah. swimming in, like, Lake Superior? It's freezing. Like I do. Well, you're weird. Yeah. Lake Erie would be a weird one because it's surrounded by or industrial buildings. I feel like the only ones that get swam in is Michigan and Ontario. That is an unfair statistic because... I feel like more people are in Lake Michigan, so the, of course it's going to be higher. It is extremely high, though. But moving on, uh, there is also a triangle in Lake Michigan that is surrounded by mystery, similar to the Bermuda Triangle with odd disappearances and UFO sightings. Oh, I do know a little bit I about that. I literally didn't know that at all. We may host it on a future episode. So the Great Lakes isn't exactly where you'd expect to find pirates, and they were different than the ones you see in oceans. The Great Lakes were used as a trade route for numerous things, lumber, fur, and even money and gold from the banks in Detroit to the banks in Chicago. Even today, 30% of the U.S. and Canada economy takes place there. 50% trade happens with 200 million tons of cargo shipped a year. Wow. There are more than 100 million people who are economically involved in this industry. So while it's not traditionally the idea of shipping gold to blooms, this is a place where that kind of activity could be born. Also, this region is pretty rough and cold, so these pirates are burly sweater turtleneck wearing pirates. There you go, Katie. Go date a pirate. Yeah, a nice... That's like your type. (laughs) Burly men. (laughs) As I said, there are three main pirates known in this area. The first is John Rackham. John Rackham is best known as Calico Jack. I guess he wore a lot of colorful clothing, was a very trendy guy. Oh, I thought he would isn't have a Calico. Isn't Calico Jack like a drink or something? Like, isn't that a name of like a bar drink? I only know the name I Rackham know. from like, what's Calico that one Jack, movie like, that's based like off drink. of the comics with the blonde detective and his little white dog? Oh my god. I have no idea. I have to look it up. I can't do this. Okay, well, you look it up. Uh, He was an English guy born in December 26, 1682, and pirated the areas of Cuba and the Bahamas. Tintin! That's in in the movie Tintin. Never heard of that. There's a pirate and his name is Rackham. Okay. He's probably Calico Jack. Uh, He pirated Cuba and the Bahamas. He also had two female pirates who were on his ship, Mary and Anne, who have a pretty colorful history themselves. (laughs) 
He and Anne had a relationship when she ran away from her husband to join Jack on his pirate adventures, even stopping in Cuba for a time to have his child. Huh? Scandalous. She's like, mm, I'm gonna go be on a boat. Let me just take my two blanks to come on my We're boat. We're gonna say two hoes. <laughs> Let me take my two hoes and go to go to Cuba. <laughs> That's what he did. Well, I don't think he had a relationship with the one. Um. Definitely. It's not just him and two women on a boat. There's yeah, a whole. That is it. It's definitely a him and two ladies. Definitely a polyamorous relationship. Ahoy. Though he supposedly was in the Great Lakes, he stole fishing tackle, money from lockboxes, and entire boats. However, there's not a whole lot of information about his time there. He just drove a bunch of fishermen and lumber ships, bananas in the Upper Peninsula. I don't even know why he'd be want to be in the area. Like, there's just this little blip of history that apparently he was in the Great Lakes, even though, I guess, for, like, a small sort of time. He was running from somebody. In 1720, he died at the age 37 in November after being captured and taken to Jamaica and hanged along with the rest of his crew. A very, um, what's it called? Adventurous death. No, it's tragic. (laughs) Not tragic. uh, Heroic death. Is it? So he wasn't super involved in piracy in the Great Lakes, but he was there at one point and was a famous pirate, so we included him. Fun fact number two, the pirate flag with the skull and swords from Pirates of the Caribbean. That is attributed to this guy. (gasps) That's cute. It is cool. If you're interested in the show Black Sails, he does appear in it. Our second contender is James Jesse Strang, who was a Mormon pirate, essentially. I do. Mormons. Yes. So I first learned about Strang in public history class from a fellow student who mentioned him. I don't remember exactly how he came up, but I do remember everyone, including the teacher, furiously Googling him because it sounded absolutely ridiculous. So how much do you guys know about the Mormon religion, just so I can kind of set this up? It's... Very strict. Very strict. I used to be friends with a Mormon in high school. She was very nice, but <laughs> just it was a different lifestyle. It was very interesting to see. I, isn't it like they're very like tight knit? It is a very good tight knit yes. community. I'm not going to go into extensive detail, but it does show how it's all connected. So mm-hmm. Joseph Smith was the founder of Mormonism and the Latter Day Saint movement. When he died, there was a power struggle over who would run it between Brigham Young and Strang. Followers of Strang settled into Beaver Island in Michigan. According to a 1940 newspaper, he killed any number of men and women and had others tied up and flogged till they bled. He sent men to loot from non-Mormon stores and even had pirates sailing around the island to rob fishing boats. That doesn't sound very Mormon. The New York Times stated that the people along Lake Michigan from here north to Manistee have been thrown into the most intense excitement by the operation of a gang of marauders who are reported to be Mormons from Beaver Island and who have carried on their operations with a boldness, coolness, and desperation rather equaled in the records of highwaymen. That's, um, that doesn't sound very Mormon-like. He was very much not liked, even by his own people. He claimed to be a king, but not so much of a king of Beaver Island, but more, I believe, in a religious sense. He burned sawmills. He stole upwards of $1,600 worth of items from stores. He died July 9th, 1856, three weeks after being shot in the back by Wentworth and Bedford. He had had some issues with Bedford earlier with how he treated him. It seems no one had much sympathy for Strang. Others didn't even warn him when he was being shot in the back. (laughs) There was a fake trial where Wentworth and Bradford were not charged with murder. Not a nice guy. That's a whirlwind, I gotta say. Mormon pirate it's who does not. not bury, does not follow the Mormon. And he was a king, according to him. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's how it works, but he apparently seemed to think so. So he's a character. Very confident of him. Yeah. <laughs> Very bold. This last guy is actually my favorite. His name is Dan Seavey. 
He's definitely the most official pirate of the group and was the only one officially charged with piracy. His last name is Seavey, so that makes so much sense. Seavey's a very seaworthy. He was called Roaring Dan Seavey and was born in March 23rd, 1865 in May. When he was 13, he got a job and left his home to sail where he would eventually join the United States Navy. After this, he moved to Wisconsin and settled down and married Mary and had two daughters. While trying to provide for his family, he managed a saloon for a time and continued to hunt and fish. Besides that, he had various other jobs. It was during this time that the Klondike Gold Rush began in 1896 when gold was discovered in Yukon, Canada. Besides that, he had other odd jobs. It was during this time that the Klondike Gold Rush began in 1896 when gold was discovered in Yukon, Canada. CV joined in the other prospectors in order to make his family rich by discovering gold. He was unsuccessful and eventually returned to Wisconsin in 1900, completely broke. I feel like pirating isn't a very stable... Lifestyle. He hasn't even gotten into pirating yet. He's just doing his oh. normal prospecting thing. He was prospecting for gold. Well, I don't think he is very stable. You go prospect for gold. I will. <laughs> See how stable you'll be. Thank you. Of course, this left him with one obvious option to make money. Pirating. Duh, oh, that's I what I think not. every time I have a hard day at work. I'm like, ugh, I should just be a pirate. Me too. He moved to Escanaba, Michigan, bought a schooner, and turned into a pirate. I mean, if you have what? all these sailing skills... What's a, what's, a, what's a schooner? It's a boat, it's a, boat. a ship. And turn it into a pirate ship. Yes. Are there specifications that make it a pirate ship? No. Like, probably, like, a flag or something? <laughs> like a pirate flag. I was just curious. Continue. Okay, sorry. I mean, if you have sailing skills and no money, what else are you going to do? Get a retail take, job. Take your <laughs> oh, no. and get on the ship and sail away. His ship was named <laughs> The Wanderer. He was not a great guy. He would get crews drunk to steal their ships and did what was called moon cussing, where you extinguish marine warning and guide lights so the ships run into rocks. It's really funny. It's kind of iconic. I mean, like, kind of bad, but, like... I mean, bad for the crew. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, great for him. (laughs) Makes it easier to steal their stuff. True. He operated a brothel or at least transported women on ships to... I knew it! (laughs) I knew there was women somewhere Women somewhere. (laughs) I guess at one point he shot a cannon at another ship and killed all the people on board. Oh, wow. Wow. Very nice guy. (laughs) So the most famous story is when he took a schooner Nellie Johnson on June 11th, 1908. This happened in Grand Haven, Michigan, where he brought the crew alcohol, got them drunk, and then tossed them overboard and went to Chicago to sell his loot. I mean, don't do that. Yes, don't do that. That's It's not acceptable nowadays. I don't think it was accepted any days. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's how you get, you know... Okay, but back in the old day, like, people murdered each other all the time. They were like, well, eye for an eye. He was captured on June 29th, 18 days later. Now for the fun, odd part, he was officially charged with unauthorized removal of a vessel on which he had been once a seaman. He was released on bond and never officially charged because the owner of the Nellie Johnson never came to court. Wasn't he dead? I don't think the guy was dead. The owner of the actual ship was dead. Uh-uh. Oh, but I he just was never officially charged. I sure. Like, he, like, killed the person who owned the ship or something. No, I think he just tossed the rest of the crew overboard. Oh, I don't know if they actually awesome. died or anything, but, I mean, I guess if you're drunk and getting tossed overboard, it's probably not a good outcome. Your survival chance is pretty slim. Yeah. So, after all this, he actually got a position with the U.S. Marshal Services where he worked to get this as a person preventing poaching, smuggling, and piracy in Lake Michigan. Typical. Typical. I mean, technically he wasn't charged with anything. 
I guess, yeah, if he wasn't shy. Back in the day, like the 1900s, nobody cared. Well, maybe they did, but I'm not. He ended up dying in Wisconsin in 1949 at the ripe old age of 84. So, a good long life. Hmm. Unlike the other guy who ended up hung. Died Died at 37 being hung. The other guy getting shot in the back. So, he was a pretty famous figure in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the Great Lakes Distillery. They distill a rum called Roaring Dan's Rum. Note, if anyone at the distillery would like to send me a sample, I wouldn't say no. I would. Don't send it to me. Don't send it to Jay. He was also featured on an episode of Warehouse 13 and an episode of Murdoch Mysteries, which is a Canadian detective show set in the 1900s, which is a really good show if anyone's interested. So knowing more information about pirates and these specific pirates in general, would you want to be a pirate? And do you think you'd be any good at it? I only want to be a pirate if I could be Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I would want to be the pirate tell. Who, like, you know that one dude, he had those two female pirates? <laughs> I would like to be one of the female pirates. Who just tag along. They don't really do any of the, like... Oh, they did. They oh, were they pretty did? scrappy, scrappy pirates. Okay, I, just... I know a lot of their history, and they, they were pretty actively yeah, involved. Well, I don't want to do like. the work. Like, I just, I would like to just kind of, like, I like the relax. outfits. I want a sword. Good hats. I don't want to be on a boat forever, though, um, because you'd have to, like, poop overboard, and that's gross. I, I like get to, motion sickness. I sunburn really easily, so like probably wouldn't be best for me. And then I'd be like, "Oh, it's raining again." Semen. I don't know. It just feels like it'd I mean, be like, crappy. Sure like an under deck. Yeah, but everything's situation. wet all the time, and I don't like being wet and cold. And I'd be out on a wet, cold lake. I'd be pissed. That's true. I guess there would also be a difference between being in like Michigan as a pirate and being in like the Caribbean as a pirate. Right? I would totally yeah. be I, a Caribbean pirate. If we're talking about like the Caribbean. You'd and if burn. I could be with Johnny Depp, then I would yes. Be a diff- I, it would be in the olden days. It was <laughs> different. It was because there's no pi- Are there pirates nowadays? Yeah, they're yeah, a different they're kind of pirate. They don't like wear the outfits. No, they're they are just gangs that go and steal it's ships and they that kill people boats. and they steal cargo it, and stuff. I think I watched a movie about that, wasn't it? It oh, was Captain it Phillips. Yeah, that's the And one. it has yes. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yes. Okay, you can have Tom Hanks and so it Johnny Depp, you know, if you ever listen okay, to this, like, that makes hit me up. <laughs> like, Send me really, an autograph. Like, they weren't like old day pirates. They're like, you know, they're on their little like skipper boats and then they just like jump on their ship. Yeah, and, and then they all have guns and it's not as, um, like, the movie, and why scary. would you choose to rob somebody on the ocean rather than on the land? That's my question. Easier to disappear, I'm assuming, and you kill everybody. You're you have no witnesses. That's true. Also, aren't there like parts of the ocean that like aren't claimed by anybody? I have no idea. There okay, well, there totally then, is like, because if you no, kill like, someone rules. there, then nobody can. Yeah, because like, I don't no know this from fact. Claim. I just read it once. That does make sense. Though. That yeah. there's like parts that are not owned by anyone. So, if you're interested in exploring pirates, the history of the Great Lakes, or shipwrecks, I highly recommend visiting the Great Lakes Shipwreck Museum and Whitefish Point Light Station up in Whitefish Point, Michigan, along Lake Superior in the Upper Peninsula. I've been there several times, and it is awesome. It gives you a lot of respect for those bodies of water, because, man, they do a number on ships. We should do a road trip sometime. Ah, yeah. A few summers ago, when we were on a camping road trip, we had stopped in Boyne City, Michigan, and there was a pirate ship we stumbled across. They gave free tours of this ship when it was tied up on the dock, and I think they did paid trips where you actually went out to the lake at sunset. That's cute. It was was fun. It was fun. Like, we didn't actually do the tour part of it, but we did do the, um, 
walking around and actually yeah. got to see it. It was cool. I think Boyne City also has a pirate festival, which just sounds fun. So you guys could take out your fantasies of pirating yes. since you don't want to do the work and <laughs> you Jay can't handle living on a boat. <laughs> you can't handle living on a boat. Uh, I know Mackinac City also had a Great Lakes Pirate Festival last June. I don't know if they'll have it this year, but if they did, it would be pretty fun to go to. In Ludington, they during their 4th of July parade, they have this big pirate ship float, and then everyone dresses up on pirates on it. It's so cute. That does sound cute. If you have further questions on the topics we've discussed or would like some source material to do your own research, we will find all of that on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you'd like to support us, find us on Buy Me a Coffee. Any other questions, sponsorship offers, or episode ideas, email us at yesitactuallyhappenpodcast at gmail.com. And as promised, I'll reveal the topic of next week, which will be a bit darker and focus on some history of good old solved oh, murders. Yes! yes. I'd love a good I love murder. a good crime podcast. Love a good true crime. Ugh. But history. History of true crime. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye. Bye.